Thanks for choosing Pizza Hut. How can I help you this morning? Is this Pizza Hut? Yes, it is. More like Pizza Butt. <laughs> <laughs> Tattoo my prolapse like a like a hog hide. You always know what to say. I always got the right <laughs> words. You can. There's one thing you say about me is I know way about <laughs> syllables and consonants and metaphor. All of them things. And hyperbole yeah. and what you call it and who's the what's it's. <laughs> yeah, my grandpa. My grandpa used to always say, you know, uh, uh, what's his name down the street? And my grandma would be like, Charlie, no one knows what you're talking about. Oh, <laughs> uh, you know. A guy with a re son. You know, like, <laughs> oh, no. You know, but you, know, you got to understand, this is like, you know, oh, no, no, yeah, lead yeah, poisoning yeah. and yeah, all that. Yeah. I'm pretty certain, like, the road I grew up on in Spanish Lake was, like, <laughs> paved in, like, fucking asbestos and, like, horse glue. Right. You know, uh, bad times is what you're saying. I grew up around Colwar Creek and all that. So I'm just kind of, like, expecting, like, what weird esoteric <laughs> cancer I'm going to get. Something never before recorded in medical history. Yeah, yeah, it's just like one of those things like, well, so um, weird thing, your hair follicles have uh, <laughs> turned into fingernails <laughs> because of the uh, the gypsy wire coming from uh, Westfield Landfill. Oh, boy. Uh, well, it's 48 minutes dark. Or Westlake, I'm sorry. I don't want, I don't want anyone uh, firing us off on the phone line. Yeah, <laughs> just that one guy. Hey. That one guy, hey. 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 <laughs> Get it right. Hey, if you guys want to keep talking <laughs> shit, come down to BJ's Bar in Fortune. I'll fucking show you what's up. So uh, it's 40 Minutes of Dogs Barking. My name is Jason. This is Brian. Welcome to the show. But what a doozy of a show we've got for you today, folks. Uh, a lot of stuff to talk about. First and foremost, I've never felt so seen as when I saw this guy. AP reporting, nude man nabbed by police after cannonball plunge into giant aquarium at Bass Pro Shop in Alabama. Yeah, you know, um, I think this is kind of funny, but I got I got wonder, does this guy condemn Hamas? <laughs> I really feel like I, I got to know I, that before I can really have a fully formed opinion on this situation. Yeah, I hope so. He faces several charges, including public lewdness, disorderly conduct, and criminal mischief. He was in the water for about five minutes. And yes, because it is the internet, we do indeed have video. Do you think? Yeah, I got <laughs> And there he is. Man, there ain't really much hog on that man. No, there ain't, there, there's not a lot of me on that bone. Yeah, he's uh, he's not packing. Cops arrived and he dove back in. That's <laughs> that rules. Did I tell you about the time they went to the Bass Pro Shop in Springfield, Missouri, which is apparently like the biggest Bass Pro Shop in the country? Uh, Bigger like, than Memphis? 
Okay, I guess Memphis is technically uh, bigger. the pyramid. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, well, I guess I guess it's like the far as like the quote unquote normal. Okay, the non pyramid uh, Bass Pro. Non pyramid okay. Bass Pro Shop. Yeah, it's like the a fucking. It's like a mecca for like white trash in Springfield, Missouri. I mean, like Springfield, yeah. Missouri is kind of like a mecca for white trash. On just in own. general, yeah. And oddly enough, for a town that has nothing in it, also has some of the worst traffic outside. I want to say like Dallas, Fort Worth, Texas. Yeah, I don't know how that happens. I don't but... fucking know. I guess everyone's yeah. just too busy fucking praying. <laughs> Anyways, I went there on an edible one time. Oh boy! And uh, boy, that was that was a labyrinthian uh, mm. escapade, and also like all of these like kids playing like the bass pro shop like branded like light gun games and, oh like, god it was during christmas time it really felt like i was on some hunter s thompson shit like i was in the <laughs> the hotel lobby at the circus circus or yeah. something well, oh the- who gave who goddamn animals you know just, yeah and it's, it's just it's just kids that aren't gonna do anything besides go to the army after high school right the memphis one itself is a fucking nightmare i mean i've never been it's a massive building. There's, they have like a gator swamp. Like they actually have like live gators, which is what I thought that guy was like, Oh man, you're going to get your ass bit up. And then yeah. I was like, Oh no, this is the one in Alabama. This is the one that doesn't have the gators in the, in the water there. There's a couple of, I mean, it's got a bowling alley. <laughs> like yeah, a, yeah and there's something in the like a club or something up yeah top, like you can go to the big viewing area up top yeah and there's a hotel i mean it's a huge place and it is a massive pyramid in in memphis very strange but <laughs> I, i'm just saying if i was gonna like be showing my baby dick in public it would not be at bass pro shop yeah yeah um the man is is he's got a lot of problems that's just one of them but one yeah of them was at, one yeah. of them he was at bass pro shop <laughs> Yeah. yeah, he was pissed yeah. off. They wouldn't take his wife's Kohl's cash. Yeah, there we go. All right, he's back, baby. Oh yeah, I'm here. I'm in rare form. I think probably my favorite thing of this is uh, the foe of him sprawled on the ground. Oh yeah, and people are just like, "What way to start the year?" That this is like the first like image. Yeah, that isn't something coming out of like uh, Palestine or Gaza, right? Of like, oh, this is like the first like meme. One of my favorite terminally online things that people do is they take something coming out of the zeitgeist like this, and they're like, "Oh, it's the Apex Twins logo." Okay, Apex yeah, Twin logo. yeah, 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 yeah. Or uh, it looks like a Goya painting or something. You yeah, know, it's like yeah. <laughs> classic art nerds really enjoyed that image. Yeah, uh, there's like a Bella's here in St. Louis, out in the county. Yes, there is, and there is a like fake mountain in the center of it. Mm. And I uh, knew some guys in high school that once that was completed on dares would like fucking hop the the barricade and like climb to the town top of the mountain for like stupid shit for like five bucks really and like you would get like a trespassing charge and stuff like they did i think like probably the first time someone did they were like aha okay get down and then it was like okay we've got to yeah we got to nip this in the bud yeah i would not climb the cabela's mountain no show hog I wouldn't climb the Cabela's Mountain for a lot of reasons, not the least of which is that I'm way out of shape, but also I wouldn't do it nude. <laughs> you couldn't even get to the point where people could see your hog. You would just be, you'd get to like the you first, you get to the first goat on the mall side yeah. of the mountain. It's like, this is good enough. I'm good. I'm climbing back down now. Don't all worry right, about it. All right, guys, please put the guns away. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. I'm not Asian. I just look like this. Oh. <laughs> My face just does this. <laughs> it just does that. Uh, <laughs> what? I don't know. What else we got here? Uh, 
there's no way to say this without sounding anti-Semitic, so I'm just going to come out and say it. Police in New York discovered a series of underground tunnels underneath a shul, which is a Jewish uh, uh, community center. <laughs> and it's 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 blown people's minds. Like these guys were digging tunnels underneath NYC, underneath this this uh, rabbinical center. Um, they're specifically Chabad, which some people say is like a very cultish sect of Hasidic Judaism. Yeah. They kind of believe that this guy who was a, a like a contemporary Jewish esoteric or prophet who passed away was like the second coming. Something along those lines. Some like yeah. some shit like it's like one of those billboards like you'll see going down like uh seven uh, one seventy and you'll just be like the fuck that say? Yeah. And it's like, oh, right. it's, it's probably something. But um, I wasn't surprised because really? I have friends and acquaintances that grew up in Orthodox Jewish communities and things like that that have left for good reason and have told me some of the beliefs that certain congregations within those uh, far right uh, elements of Judaism uh, mm. have. And boy, oh boy, boy, oh boy. Mm. Trying not to put myself in a hot seat here, but there, there's some hot takes. Okay. But I think the one that, that always stuck with me was that there certain Orthodox communities and certain Hasidic communities, there's a lot of jumping through hoops they do to basically kind of like trick God. <laughs> like a woman's hair, like there's like a woman's hair is her glory. So there's some very uh, Orthodox or Hasidic women that will like shave their head and wear like a wig. Okay. Like, wear, like, a Betty Crocker wig. Okay. And there are, like, certain rules about, like, what constitutes a room. Oh, yeah. And I just... It's basically... There's these very odd customs that basically boil down to, like, there's nothing in the tablet that says a dog cannot play the basketball. (laughs) We've got to let them play. I know there's that thing where there's a a wire around a lot of... Wire, like, there's a... Yeah. It goes... I know it is. It's a whole thing. Yeah, I mean, even even the Hasidic children, they yearn for the mines. <laughs> I've also heard that this was like some uh, yeshiva students that were trying to get closer to where this contemporary prophet, uh, like, was take would take his fits. You know, like yeah, kind of some sound. Y'all like being bored. Yeah. There's also like Brace Belden on the latest True Non was talking about how like he thinks that some of them are just like going there to get shit faced. <laughs> well, yeah, you're hiding from God. You're, yeah, you're, yeah, kind of like that. Yeah. I, like I said, I, f- I felt like there's something in there where it's kind of like, well, God didn't think about this. Right. Ha ha. <laughs> Let's see here. The Jewish Chronicle. This is a quote of a quote. Rolling Stone here. Uh, Jewish Chronicle reporting today that about six months ago, a small group of members from the Chabad Lubavitch community started construction on a network of underground tunnels in order to gain act illegal access to the building. And this one is You know Nick Mullen was losing his goddamn mind. <laughs> Particularly that video of the Hasidic Jewish man coming out oh, coming of the great <laughs> Oh, because because you gotta imagine like the first guy who saw that happen. Yeah, I mean, what? Was like, well, there's no way I could ever tell us to anyone without coming <laughs> off as like racist or bigoted. Completely insane. Well, uh, Chaya Rachik, if you know who Chaya Rachik is, she's the woman behind the Libs of TikTok account. Yeah, she 
is a Chabad, uh, one of the Chabad people. She's mm-hmm. she's big in the Chabad community, and so she posted the disgraceful teens who dug underneath a well-respected synagogue did so on their own after being explicitly told not to. They went against synagogue leadership. Gen Z was taught that nothing is more important than their feelings, and now they're emboldened to act entitled and spoiled with zero regard or respect for others. We see this time and time again in all our institutions. We must fix the broken education system. Like, what the? Where did you? How did you get that from a a bunch of teens wanting to dig a tunnel? <laughs> We're gonna reform education. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa! You, you missed the step in here somewhere. Do we really expect coherent thoughts from this? No, I. Have, that's fair enough. But I mean, at least you know, show me, show me the, show the work. You know, <laughs> like, how did you get from here to here? Uh, that dang Phil on Twitter asking the important question: What if the Chabad tunnels link up to the tunnel that the TikTok lady is building under her house? What if 2024 is the year of the tunnels? Are you good? You know about this, the TikTok lady? I've heard about it. Yeah, it's fascinating to watch. It, so she's basically under her suburban home. Started it's like, yeah, I'm just going to start excavating, and she's got a system of tunnels now. And she's been ordered by the city to stop. And uh, but yeah, it's just, I don't it, think that's going to work. No. <laughs> Once you get that bug, man. Yeah. Start digging. Yeah, she dug too deep, got too greedy, and she's going to unleash a Balrog. So that's bad. <laughs> Here's Musk Till Dawn Seinfeld episode where George converts so we can use the tunnels to avoid an ex-girlfriend that works in Crown Heights. Amazing. Oh, yeah. The AI generated George Carlin. I don't know. I don't know how to feel about this. <sighs> Folks, it's a big algorithm and you ain't in it. That's true. So there's a YouTube channel called Dudesy and it's this AI generated podcast and... The headline, via Variety, AI-generated George Carlin drops comedy special that daughter speaks out against, quote, no machine will ever replace his genius. That is true, number one. Number two, they named the special I'm Glad I'm Dead. (laughs) So That's fucking dire. Yeah, I mean, granted, I mean, Carlin's last few specials were like, life is worth losing, you're all diseased, you know, that kind of thing. But still, I'm glad I'm dead. All right. The Dudesy, by the way, comes from a Will Sasso, whose name you might be familiar with if you ever watched Mad TV. Yeah. And a podcaster, Chad Coltgen, who I know nothing about. At the beginning of the special, again, according to Variety, it reads, I just want to let you know very clearly that what you're about to hear is not George Carlin. It is my impersonation of George Carlin that I developed in the exact same way a human impressionist would. I listened to all of George Carlin's material and did my best to emulate his voice, cadence, and attitude, as well as the subject matter I think would have interested him today. So think of it like Andy Kaufman impersonating Elvis, or like Will Ferrell impersonating George W. Bush. First of all, fuck that. Okay, that's not what's happening here. What about uh, Cat Williams, Will Ferrell? Exactly, Cat Will Ferrell. (laughs) Get him! Yeah, just it, it's so bizarre. And out of m- this morbid curiosity, I listened to some of this special, and it's not good. It's not funny. I, I t- took a little 20 minute sample or whatever out of the middle of it, and I'm just like, none of these jokes are funny. None of these jokes are crafted in a way that Carlin would have crafted them. They're all just bad. Here's a quote directly from it. It's again in Variety. 
There's one line of work that's most threatened by AI, one job that's most likely to be completely erased because of artificial intelligence, stand-up comedy. I know that all the stand-up comics across the globe are saying right now, I'm an artist and my art form is too creative, too nuanced, too subtle to be replicated by machine. No computer program can tell a fart joke as good as me. And then the AI Carlin proceeds to tell the dumbest fart joke I've ever heard. And I will repeat it for you verbatim. <clears throat> a fart is going through a nasty divorce. She meets up with her sister to ask her advice. She says, I don't know what to do. And the sister says, you know what? He's been holding you back for too long. You got to get out of that asshole. It's a non-joke. There's no oh. joke there. It's, a, it's like it's a, a fart going through a divorce. It's painful is what it is. And, and wow. the fact that someone would listen to that willingly for an hour really baffles me. But uh, here we are. Of course, Kelly Carlin mincing no words. My statement regarding the AI-generated George Carlin special. My dad spent a lifetime perfecting his craft from his very human life, brain, and imagination. No machine will ever replace his genius. These AI-generated products are clever attempts at trying to recreate a mind that will never exist again. Let's let the artist's work speak for itself. Humans are so afraid of the void that we can't let what has fallen into it stay there. Here's an idea. How about we give some actual living human comedians a listen to? But if you want to listen to the genuine George Carlin, he has 14 specials that you can find anywhere. Yeah. I, I can't really disagree. I think AI is being harnessed for pretty much all the wrong reasons, being used for all the wrong things. Like I have said before, I wonder what Gidi Bohr would think of I mean, yeah. this goddamn mind. Because this does feel like hyper-capitalism and the hyper-spectacle just fucking, you know, uh, Ouroboros of shitting on piss and shitting and pissing on each other, mm -hmm. eating the shit piss and pissing out the shit piss and, you know, I'm sounding like an angry video game nerd over here, but I hope you all but understand what I I'm understand, saying. yeah. Uh, of course, someone asks her, I assume you had permission, no. Let's see here. Yeah, would you be opposed to someone who looks like your father doing a tribute performance? Yes, oppose it. This is, it's, what a fucking question. And then there's people coming into her comments to argue with her it's like of all the people to ask this is the guy's daughter she would know right like that would right make a lot of sense deuce chills just I, entitled ai bros uh people who are like oh the technology though the technology like yeah we technology for a lot of things can we just leave this one guy, you know, can we, can we leave the dead people alone? Seems odd. Well, I mean, ask IDF. Right. <laughs> Sperm jacker units. Yeah, I know. I was thinking about all of the uh, uh, Palestinian graveyards that they've been bulldozing because quite literally in their in their pursuit of genocide, they want to leave no mark that there was a, anyone there before them that wasn't them. Yeah, that's... um. That's really fucked up. It is fucked up. You know, what's really fucked up is George Carlin. We don't have his genius to, to comment on. Oh, boy. Yeah. Can you? Hey, uh, hey, Jamie, can we get AI George Carlin? <laughs> the right type five. <laughs> on Gaza? On the Israeli-Gaza Gaza conflict. Well, I think he did. I mean, he talked about uh, some of that stuff in the uh, in the, the mid-90s, early 2000s, at least. I mean, he was talking... Uh, he did, he touched on a lot of geopolitical stuff in, in that post-9-11 time period. My favorite bit of his is still, I hope things get worse. 
<laughs> oh, it's wonderful. If you can even find it, yeah, I think it's from your all diseased. It's a it's a wonderful special. But, the first um, person I ever knew with plantar fasciitis was a huge George Carlin fan. I felt like that tracked. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> he was like, well, I have to wear these special shoes, and I think it was a very much like a a new age atheist. Okay. One of those people that Reddit was absolutely made for. But he was like, you know, talking about how he has to buy this special New Balance shoes. Oh, okay. But he was like, George Carlin was like his favorite thing in the world. Oh, sure. As he was mine for a good long time. I mean, I had a couple, one or two different copies of Brain Droppings because I would lend it to someone and then they'd keep it. Now, what also isn't good, the rabbit walkie-talkie thing. Have you seen this? Have you heard about Uh, this? Yeah, I, I, I heard a little bit about this. It sounds fucking stupid. Yeah. So it's supposed to be like an AI that uses your apps? Well, so it's a separate device. It's not itself a cell phone, but you do have to have a SIM card for it, so you do wind up paying for data service through your cell phone provider. According to Wired Magazine, this is the description of it, the R1, that's what it's called, Rabbit R1, is a red-orange squarish device about the size of a stack of post-it notes. And this is the part I thought would interest you the most. It was designed in collaboration with Swedish firm Teenage Engineering. Ah, the folks that <laughs> gentrified the noise table. <laughs> Just when I thought I was getting that if phrase want, out of my head. If you want to spend 800 bucks on a Bluetooth speaker that points down <laughs> at the ground, Teenage Engineering has the setup for you. You want to spend 500 bucks on a boombox <laughs> that looks like a play school toy? Oh, God. They got you. Yeah, because this thing does look... It looks like the uh, the Playdate, that, that handheld yeah, gaming yeah, thing. Yeah, and I've heard mixed things about the Playdate. Some people really loved it. Some people not so much. But I'm this, just saying that's what it looks like to me. It looks yeah. like the Playdate. And then they got this little camera called the Rabbit Eye that will supposedly you know go behind a little shutter or... So yeah, it's it's a walkie-talkie. There's a push-to-talk button. You do voice commands. Two hundred bucks. Uh, add on to that the fact that it's got to be four G LTE SIM card. So add on to that the uh, the monthly cell phone bill for it. Wired takes a more positive stance. This pocket-friendly device is by no means meant to replace your smartphone. It's meant to take menial tasks off your hands. For example, it can call an Uber for you. Why does this feel like Floby for like <laughs> dudes that wear vests? Yeah. Like tech bros that wear vests. It says the R1 doesn't have any onboard apps. It also doesn't connect to any apps APIs. It doesn't pair with your smartphone. It connects on the web. Uh, it acts as a layer via web portal. So you got to go on there with all your apps, your open tables, your Ubers, your Spotify's and whatnots. You sign in, granting Rabbit OS the ability to perform actions on your behalf. Not going to be exploited in any way. But they claim it doesn't store any credentials. Oh, well, that, that's fine. They oh. said it. So, yeah. Uh, so, essentially, it is using large language models to figure out what you're trying to ask for and to deliver it to you. Again, most assistants on your smartphone that you already have can do some variation of this already yeah this seems like a fucking stupid thing and i'm not <laughs> surprised that teenage engineering is involved because i feel like it's been gosh probably like six or seven years since i've seen them like really do something neat mm-hmm. or interesting yeah one of the responses i saw was papa pichu 
Sorry, this thing just looks awful. Teenage engineering making an evil version of the Playdate somehow makes it even worse. All of the use cases are like, call me an Uber, which my phone already does more securely. Yes. <laughs> uh, uh, Rabbit, show me all of the porno that Bin Laden had on his hard drive. <laughs> Rabbit, get me the English localization patch for Shin Megami Tensei 3. Like, what, what, what specialized use cases are going to have? Rabbit, open game facts. I already hate using the assistant on my phone. As do I. Yeah. I have one of the Alexa devices downstairs in my kitchen and trying to get it to like play music while I'm cooking is a fucking, Hey, pl- uh, play. And then I'll stumble for a second and she'll take and go play what? I'm like, Oh fuck. Okay. Uh, play these nuts. Hey, uh, <laughs> but you know, I want to hear something specific. I'll be like, Oh yeah. Play this particular record by, I don't know, ACDC. Playing This Is ACDC from Jason's Spotify. I'm like, no, 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 no. Not a playlist called This Is ACDC. You know, and I have to sit there and like tell her five times to get her to play the record. I want to I play Back in Black. And she plays the song, not the album. You know, like shit like that. Like just stupid. It's stupid. It doesn't work. Maybe uh, it sounds like a skill issue. It sounds like your Is syntax- that right? Okay. It sounds like your syntax could really use some. Uh, I thought you were like good with computers. Yeah, when I'm typing on them, I don't know how to talk to them directly. That's the part. <laughs> it's Gosh. like I can I can do commands in well, Linux I mean, you, and shit. You, you and do like, have a human wife, so I guess you were not ready for. I well, yeah, I wasn't for the ready. AI waifus. No, like, just imagine the first company <laughs> that comes out with like an air fryer with like a wife AI in it. <laughs> <laughs> and it's gonna be called something really stupid like wife i you know wife like, <laughs> incredibly dumb uh, it'll be called the cool babe the cool babe <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the boyfriend free girl honest and true <laughs> oh julie uh, <laughs> for uh, for context of the joke there, that is uh, Chris Chan. Do, do some digging on that. We did a Chris Chan episode a long time. We, we may have to revisit that because I think we, we kind of glossed over some important stuff. But anyway. There's so much. The three words that have been on my mind lately, Brian. Chicago, rat, hole. Fuck yeah. <laughs> I'm into it, man. I'm into this fucking... The last time like, I really stayed in Chicago... Yeah, I remember walking down the street and seeing a rat absolutely like smashed inside into the pavement. Yeah, Logan Square. Okay, he lived in Logan Square in his apartment building. Um, he was right from the CTA yeah. line at right down the street on Massachusetts, I think, is or That's Milwaukee right. or whatever it is. It's one of the state streets. Yeah, Milwaukee's not a state street, but anyways, it's a city street. Ugh, brain. All right, but good. But anyway, anyways. go on. Um, but yeah, I remember like leaving, like go walk down a Lollapalooza. And uh, seeing like a rat that was absolutely smashed <laughs> yes. by some sort of heavy duty vehicle, and thinking like this fucking rules. Because <laughs> yeah. like in St. Louis, there's like not enough going on for a rat to find itself in the middle of the street to no. be smashed. Yeah, they, they definitely. I hate to say, I hate to say that like, yeah, that was like, ah, the big city. Yeah, dead animals absolutely <laughs> smeared into the pavement. God, I love it. Gosh, you just can't get this in a hit town like St. Louis. <laughs> Well, so this was a piece, a friend of the program, a former guest, Jay Brandstetter, does a podcast with a guy named Winslow Dumain, comedian and bon vivant. Well, Winslow Dumain found himself 
on Fox 32 News. Neighbors say it's been here for at least 20 years, but thanks to social media, there's a new attraction drawing international attention here in the Roscoe Village neighborhood, the Chicago Rat Hole. My friend Haley said to keep an eye out for the Rat Hole. Chicago artist and comedian Winslow Dumain was in the 1900 block of West Roscoe last week when he found the holy grail of sidewalk rodents. What I found is very much more like Looney Tunes, I guess. <laughs> just a full rat splat mark in the wet pavement. I just bust out laughing when I saw it. Rat hole guy. <laughs> yes, his Chiron does say rat hole guy. That's so awesome. What a feel-good story. <laughs> and they devoted two minutes. Two minutes to the rat hole. To the Chicago rat hole. That feels like they're about to sign off for the night. That's going to be their, their kicker. Because, uh, you know, they always do the weird story at the end. Uh, Jay, of course, posting the, the Chiron. Some guys have all the luck. Winslow Dumain, rat hole guy. Uh, <laughs> and we know Jay has rats. And so, yeah. like, yeah, of course, his co-host would be the rat hole guy. Well, it's that time of, of the night, I guess. I guess we got to do... talk about one of the funnier days on the internet in recent memory. That's right, folks. It's Crypto Scam O of the Week. You're listening to 48 Minutes of Dogs Barking, the podcast. And now it's time for the Crypto Scam of the Week. This one, not necessarily a scam. Well, actually, it's... It kind of is a kind scam. Kind of is. Yeah, there's, there's two parts to this, actually. It's the same story. The first part happens a couple days ago. Gary Gensler of the Securities and Exchange Commission says that the official SEC Gov Twitter account was hacked. January 9th, the SEC Gov account posts this. Today, the SEC grants approval for Bitcoin ETFs for listing on all registered national securities exchanges. The approved Bitcoin ETFs will be subject to ongoing surveillance and compliance measures to ensure continued investor protection which is kind of what we thought was happening. You know, we thought that was going to be a real thing. Uh, Gary Gensler then quickly, uh, the SEC Gov Twitter account was compromised. An unauthorized tweet was posted. The SEC has not approved this. And the two likes that were, <laughs> Satoshi can't believe his aim and the day has come <laughs> from Bullish Studio. And so after that, Community Notes has been blowing up, of course. Uh, how do we know that your account wasn't hacked, Gary Gensler? Uh, fire Gary Gensler. This needs to be a troll, right? SEC is supposed to be protecting investor accounts, but can't protect your Twitter account. Yeah, they didn't have 2FA. Yeah, yeah. Which is kind of amazing. But yeah, the fallout from this was kind of interesting. A drainer created using the SEC Gov has already been uh, published sec.gov refund airdrop the sec refund post this post is the final official announcement on our platform please be advised do not trust any further <laughs> announcements but it also amazing it also had a lot of uh, a lot of move a lot of movement here let's see here the fake bitcoin etf approval tweet causes nearly 90 million in liquidations in bitcoin in the past 24 hours 71,000 traders lost all their money and the total liquidations came in at $223.79 million. The biggest loss on a single trade, <laughs> $6 million, occurred on Bybit with BTCUSD. In the last 24 hours, the market cap of BTC went down $50 billion with a B dollars. The news didn't just affect Bitcoin. 
Other big cryptocurrencies like ADA, AVAX, SOL, BNB, and XRP also lost more than 2% each. In total, the whole cryptocurrency market went down by 1.15% in the last 24 hours. Can we now sue the SEC for market manipulation due to their incompetence? That is a Samit Kapoor posting there on X. Oh, boy. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, <laughs> not good. <laughs> pretty bad. Real bad. <laughs> I mean, Bitcoin almost hit 50K today. Yeah. I think a lot of stuff's been in the green lately. But yeah, yeah the initial response to all that was uh, a lot of, a lot of uh, money leaving the market. A lot of people getting liquidated. Mm-hmm. Pretty fucking wild. And then... The 10th, yesterday, Gary Gensler releases an official statement. Today, the commission approved the list. So it was released a day early, caused all this market panic. Everyone was was shocked and freaked out. There were people doing drainers because they were faking on this whole thing. And then he releases a statement that they're doing it anyway. Yeah. (laughs) Like, just say, you know what? That, That was released early. It's fine. But instead, it's this whole, like, no, we didn't mean to do it. Very bizarre. Maybe this was a scheduled draft that went out too soon. Some some nonsense, you know. I just, I don't know if I'm going to take Samit Kapoor at his word, but, I mean, market manipulation, something stinks. Intentional or not, yeah, it kind of feels like it. People have been waiting for a fucking Bitcoin ETF approval for years ever since I ever started having a vague interest in cryptocurrency as a fucking freak show, which was four or five years ago. <laughs> yeah. Everyone was always talking about a Bitcoin ETF, and now it's here, and it kind of seems like a wet fart. Yeah. I mean, we don't know, really. There's a Smith that might bring as much as $200 billion into the market. Oh, yeah. Which, uh, which again, just means that's $200 billion that can be uh, fucking evaporated or right or however you want to look at it. It ended up being apparently a, a sell the news type event. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah, I don't know where this is going to go. It's a little too hard to say where this is all going to shake out. But boy, what what what's some great Schoenfreud? Yeah, no shit. I, it, I think it's it's not as good as when Trump had COVID, but it's no, like, but it's pretty close. I'll, it's like I'll a, take it's it. a nice second or third to that. Yeah, for sure. Because I mean, within a day, two hundred and twenty three point seven nine million dollars yeah, just almost, evaporated. Yeah, <sighs> baby. Um, but one point one five percent of the market. So on the whole. That's a staggering amount. If 223.79 million is 1.15% of the market, that's a huge you know, that's a huge chunk of change there. The entire cryptocurrency market I think is 1 or 1.2 trillion right now. Sweet Jesus. So that's quite that's a couple of billions there. At least it's a, not, at it's least not a small a, amount of money that was shorted. Oh boy. And went back to the casino. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy. Malware Hunter team posting, was this done by someone inside SEC or was it a hack? Matters nothing. Tweeting a link to a drainer page would not make much sense in either case. In case from inside literally zero cents, if pwned a little, 
shout out to the hacker for posting a fake ETF announcement instead of a wallet drainer. It is true. It is a lot funnier. Than- <laughs> <laughs> but then uh, Journey Crypto, the wallet drainer link may be next. So, oh, wow. I haven't yeah. seen Jeremy in forever. I yeah. forgot that guy existed. <laughs> yep. And Malware Hunter team does bring up a, a good point. It's a little strange. The account was recovered crazy fast. And then in parentheses, again, if it was really hacked. But a few hours later, this problem with the account is still not solved. And now their account works normally. The tweet hiding made many people confused. And it does look like they did confirm via safety on Twitter. We can confirm that the SEC Gov account was compromised. It was not due to a breach of X's systems, but due to an unidentified individual obtaining control over a phone number associated with the account through a third party. So a SIM swap. Very classic. (laughs) Gary Gensler, again, dropping in. Hey, remember, uh, use strong passwords. You're telling us this and you got fucking owned, dude? (laughs) Amazing. Yeah, he's not considered to be the the best person to ever have his position in government. No, no, definitely not the best and brightest. The SEC refund drainer fucking... They got the seal right. You know, individuals can claim the SEC token through this link. And it's refund-sec.com, which, of course, you know, if it's a government agency, it's never supposed to be a .com account. So. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And it's baffling, like I said, that it happened a day early. And that was the only difference. Was that somebody released it a day early. He was going to do it anyway. Well, if I don't know where to go with something, I know what I always do, Brian. Ask the internet? I ask the internet specifically... I ask a chick. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Our main story today is an old website. You know, it's not really the, the models responding to you on OnlyFans. <sighs> you didn't have to tell me that. Just let me just let me have this. Yeah, askachick.com. Brian, have you ever used askachick.com? Uh, no, this was just... <laughs> I was going through a rabbit hole of some old stuff. I was trying to figure out something for us to do this week. And I actually was looking at another website that maybe I I will circle back on. And I saw a link to this, Uh askachick.com. And I was like, oh, I remember this. Because it had, maybe it's in the proper term here in the context, a sister website called askadick.com. I was going to bring that up. Yes, actually. (laughs) So that was, Kind of a popular thing in the early aughts on the internet is uh, women. What's up with that? Yeah, what is up with that? What's up with women Women on the internet? Uh, Unbelievable. There's a girl here. This from the askachick.com FAQ. What is this site? Let's face it, girls are confusing as hell. Anyone attempting to understand them is in for a very large headache. So why not build a website for guys and make it into a place where we can go to ask girls questions about girls without looking like a fool? And thus, askachick.com was born. So who are you? Born third August 3rd? Thir- okay, they give their full birth date and their home state. Migrated to Houston 13, uh, went through high school. Okay, yeah, yeah, yada. Come on, get to the point. I'm selling <laughs> Sprint PCS. Okay, again, this is, we, okay, sure, why not? That is the uh, one of the owners of the site, uh, Plick. And it's a dude. <laughs> Jeremy from Houston. Past jobs, sandwich artist, teller, scanner, staple remover, car salesman, current job selling PCS phones for Sprint. Amazing. (laughs) 
So this would have made him 17 or 18 when he started the site. Oh, what's interesting is 1980? that... 1980? No. Na- yeah, ni- 1980. Though the site didn't start until like 2002 oh, or 2003. Okay. All right. Whew, okay. Yeah. So, no, if he was born 1980, he would... At be, that time, would have so, okay. right. been like mid twenties. Okay, you gotta remember websites looked like this bad. I know until about two thousand six. That's fair enough. I just I saw the website and immediately thought, oh, ninety eight, ninety nine. It's got to be that. So it started this website, started fielding questions, dear Abby style. Yeah, as it were. So if you go to the uh, the main page here of Ask a Chick, so what will it be, dear Chick, spelled wrong. What does my wife mean when she asks, what do you want me to do when we're fooling around? She isn't into kink or anything, so I'm not sure what she's after. I don't want to say anything that's going to turn her off. What to do? Has it ever occurred to you that she's just giving you complete control and you're complaining about it? There could be a few reasons why, but no matter the reason, take advantage of the situation. Mm. She might just be wanting to know exactly what it is you want so she knows she's pleasing you. But there is always the possibility she just doesn't know what to do and wants you to tell her. And even if she isn't really kinky, it doesn't matter. This could be an opportunity for you to try new things. It doesn't necessarily have to be all crazy, but just change things up a bit. She is your wife for crying out loud. (laughs) You should at least be able to give it a try. You never know. She, Mabby, Mabby. (laughs) wanting to do something different. But she doesn't know how to bring it up, so she's trying to prompt you. Whatever you do, just have fun with this. Uh, thank and you. That Aurora. was almost twenty years ago, or over twenty years yeah. ago, on the internet. That's solid advice. I gotta say, it is. You know, that's not bad. How is Mabby formed? How is <laughs> so? Let's see here. Uh, dear chicks, just moved to a new city. Oh, the classic. Part of the reason was a girl. Now the girl and I are no longer together, and I'm in this new city. What are your suggestions for meeting people? Signed, New Kid on the Block. We've all been there, especially me. I've been a new kid most of my life. My advice, search the web, which is a link to uh, houston.citysearch.com. <laughs> Hang out at the local joints. The Starbucks in Lua is pretty popular. Go find random places. I hear malls are good on Fridays and Saturdays. Maybe even throw a small party uh, at your pad, make whatever efforts you deem necessary to make you the happening kid on the block. It's not that easy, and it can be hard at first, but eventually you'll meet new and interesting people in the places you go. Be a leader, not a follower. Yeah, so it does feel very hyper-local to the Houston area. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're being very specific. But uh, Sir Harry Balzac responding... <laughs> In the comments, it's actually quite easy. Obtain a copy of the local yellow pages and turn to the se- section named Escorts. <laughs> Make a few calls and you'll have plenty of new friends in no time. And they're good friends, too. I've even received a bonus of sex from many ladies, so there are benefits above and beyond just obtaining friends. Of course, the downside is that it can get expensive, but with as both things in life, there's no free lunch, especially with chicks, or so I hear. (laughs) So you'd have some solid advice from the actual authors of the site, and then the comment section was just uh, hooting and hollering and and like Sir Harry Balzac and and all that. And it was, you know, you could be anonymous. You you didn't have to give your name or whatever, and so people would, you know, sign in as like tapeworm or (laughs) things like that. And there are three women whom can give you a advice yes olivia aurora and i can't remember the other uh, amy amy thank you 
uh, yeah, just it was an entertaining site. Now, Ask a Chick was a very specific time on the web when people were doing this a lot. Ask a Chick. There was, of course, the sister site, Ask a Dick, but there was also like Ask a Ninja. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and IGN for a while had like a four men vertical. Okay. That had a similar questionnaire thing. Interesting. I mean, we covered a little bit of the Spark. There was some of those kind of yeah. things on the Spark, but uh, uh, Ask a Ninja, Ask Something sites. You know, people yeah. people would be seeking out advice, and I guess we as a culture never really got over the the dearth of you know Dear Abby type columns or even yeah. Savage Love. Savage Love was a a big thing in a lot of alt weekly newspapers and stuff. And still is, actually. I, I still pick up every once in a while uh, one of the Village Voice-style papers and, and find the Savage Love column, because usually it's good for at least a laugh. Uh, we used to <laughs> read it around the lunch table yeah. in high school. Yeah. Almost quite a bit of good fun. I didn't even know he was still doing I hadn't thought yeah, about Dan, Dan Savage. Yeah, still around. Yeah, yeah he's still doing stuff. He gave us the term Sanatorum. Sanatorum. The fecal froth that happens during anal sex. He's still doing the advice column on the web. He has a podcast called The Love Cast. Oh, and then they they, they actually started the uh, the It Gets Better project. Uh, oh, good for them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> His Twitter account is at fake Dan Savage, which I love. Nice. But anyway, Love Line was a big thing at the time. Oh yeah. Yeah, I was trying to think like what other kind of. We were really a nation. So why is your pussy smell? <laughs> is it? Well, there Corolla. could be a, a, bac- a bacteria or yeast <laughs> infection going on. Maybe she just doesn't wash it. Are you wa- uh, Excuse me, Bethany from from Panama City. Are you washing your vagina? No. Well, yes, Adam, I am. <laughs> I don't How believe often? you. How often? You use soap? You get up in there. Yeah, lo- Love Line, um, to a great ex- greater extent, Car Talk. I mean, there were radio shows. <laughs> Imagine Car Talk meets Love Line. Hell yeah. Oh, I'd love to hear Click and Clack talking about like the, the regular maintenance on your vagina. <laughs> well, it's okay if your penis has a slight bend to it. What you don't want is the 90-degree angle like my brother has. You know? Yeah, you don't want a hard curve on your prick there. You want a... You want to talk to a real professional? Don't try and fix that on your own. I've heard a couple guys going real. You know, they think a couple popples, pop, popsicle sticks and some and some uh, modeling tape will uh, will help you get it straight. No, you got to talk to a professional there. That's not yeah. something you can take care of in your own garage. <laughs> That's exactly right. Uh, but I mean, we were a culture needing a lot of advice, apparently. Yeah. And, and so, ask a chick. Uh, here. And we still ask, is it pee? That's true. Yeah, we still. I mean, the scientists thought they figured it out, but we're still not sure. <laughs> we're on that still, one. I think we're gonna. It feels like a mystery that won't be solved until we're on Mars. Really? Yeah, it won't. Here's another one. Oh God, Olivia answers this question. Dear chicks, is it okay to have sex during your period? Signed, No Man's Land. <laughs> Dear No Man's Land, yes, all caps. It's okay. Some women are known to like it better when Aunt Flo comes for a visit. God, can you imagine a more early 2000s thing than saying Aunt Flo? Oh, <sighs> always wear a rough. raincoat. Because <sighs> there's still a possibility of getting preggers. But just think, this is probably the closest some people got to actually talking to at least someone that was pretending to be a woman on the internet. Yeah. It's truly... Is it tragic or is it good? Mm-hmm. I mean, the advice they give is generally 
pretty solid. There's some the sometimes like the parsing and the phrasing is a little cringe, but like it's not terrible. Like I was skimming through it and I was like, yeah, no, this is none of this is like wow, that's gonna get someone in jail or like oh. No, yeah, I mean it's generic, good, decent advice to a degree. Uh, minus the sex on the period, that's a personal preference issue. Is it okay? Yeah. Should you? Uh, that's up to you. It really depends on how much you care about that comforter. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> or the towel, you know, whatever yeah. you got going on. Some of the stuff is, is very situational, like the guy talking about like he wants to make friends and like, okay, do you think because we got away from these ask a so-and-so sites that maybe that's why we got incels? Yeah, I know you're being facetious, but like, I think we got incels due to the atomization of like, the third place and like communal society in general. And also I think, I think the book fight club can be viewed as a sincere thing and a satirical thing at the same time. Hmm. I think it can also be viewed as something mocking like nineties, you know, woo woo Buddhist Eastern thought and both embracing it. Like it's a very weird text, but I do think like the idea of, men finding themselves out of place with what they've been told by society or by what they've seen like their fathers or grandparents do or grow up with. And then like, what's for us? I mean, well, in that time period, you had so many of those movies. You had American beauty you had the matrix. You had that. I mean, you had uh, fight club. You had, I mean, all within a span of a yeah, year or two of the, each other. The quote unquote end of history. Yeah, because you've got these guys that are finding themselves in an adulthood that they don't recognize, that has nothing to do with anything that they were brought up to believe in or any of that. And and yeah, they're finding themselves disillusioned. So, I mean, there's a reason why all those movies with that theme came out around that time is because that's what was happening. Like, people were feeling that. I don't know if that ever got solved. I feel like it didn't, but... No, I think it only got worse. And then... (laughs) <laughs> Get some I've ass. got my singing bell here. Yeah, okay. oh, money, Padme, oh, money, Padme, oh. He's doing. He's going to be doing. The oh, rest of the stream is going to be ASMR. If I were less of a fat fuck, I could get into the lowest position and really fucking stun all you. Hell yeah, fakes. Hell yeah. Anyways, shut him down, baby. Let's go. Do not mistake the moon for the middle <laughs> finger being pointed at you. <laughs> Fair enough. Or vice versa. I don't know, man. Nah. Anyways, fucking clean your bowl. Yeah. Hey, um, <laughs> hey. And this was like a time from the internet where I think we were interested in interacting with each other and exchanging yeah. ideas and thoughts. And we're really, you know, there's that tweet from Cal 50 that went viral a week or two ago. But like, remember the internet was just like this, a place. Yeah. You know, you went to the computer, you got on the internet and when you walked away, the, com- the, the internet, internet was, didn't follow you. It yeah. wasn't this omnipresent albatross around your neck or however he phrased it having constant access having it in your pocket where you can look at it anytime you want is definitely broken more than a few brains and you can see that on any given day on c-span but uh, (laughs) but uh but yeah I, i do think that that taking it from a isolated experience into something that's so constant and such a drip feed all day every day i mean i've noticed that my kids are on some weird meme shit that i'm like what are you talking about? And this is me, someone who tries to keep up with this shit. I constantly try to keep up with it, not just because of the show, but also because I have 13 year olds. Yeah, I made the Jutsu on Minecraft. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised. Yeah, no, Roblox. Roblox is Roblox. the new thing for him, but yeah. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> Tommy Tellerico with his hand out <laughs> every time that sound gets played. 
Uh, if you haven't seen that, by the way, the Roblox Oof video that H Bomber Guy put out is exceptional. It's worth watching. Tommy Tellerico is apparently a huge fraud, and he was supposedly one of the guys behind that sound on the making of the old video game Messiah. Anyway, <laughs> I just summed up like a two-hour video in like 30 seconds, but it's definitely worth watching. Yes, Roblox building the building the Jewish tunnels in Roblox. Uh, he's listening to these like songs where they're they're doing Weird Al parody style songs, but about like Minecraft or about uh, Fortnite. Like, oh I've, god, I've, I've heard about this. It's terrible, awful. Yeah, but he's like, oh no, I'm I'm being ironic. I'm like, okay, okay, man. <laughs> All right, dude. One day he's gonna be like, Dad, do you know about Goatsy? I live in fear of that day. You're gonna be I like, live in fear. Well, so but what also, the fuck no Z. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> absolutely. And you're like, well, you can't talk. You can't talk to the to the webmaster <laughs> like that. <laughs> so there's a little Easter egg here because we're looking at this through the Wayback Machine. Yeah, I don't know how I came across it, but go to like the furthest black bar on the right. Okay. Oh. The site is going down for a little bit, as you may or may have not known. Aurora and myself, plick. Plick. We're engaged to be married. We've broken up due to the personal reasons, and fixing the site is the last thing on my mind. If you're really clever, you can still access comments and things. Those of you who are registered on the site or have sent me an email will be notified when the site is back up. Jeremy. And it never came back never up. Never came it? back. Oh, and that was yeah. December of 2003. 2003. Yeah. Just a little over 10 years ago. 20. 20 years ago. <laughs> Sorry, man. My, my medicine's got me all fucking. It's all good. Well, uh, okay, he was going to be marrying one of the chicks, and then they broke up, and uh, I chicks guess... Chicks will do that, man. They'll I... break your fucking heart, bro. <laughs> That's why I've got this AI fleshlight that smells like... <laughs> that smells like the varnish of uh, coming off copper wiring. <laughs> it's fucking great, dog. You've got... <laughs> it's like... And it talks like Alana Evans, bro. Yeah, man. They call me Chinese Mike. <laughs> Talk like a cholo. <laughs> so, so the sister site ask a dick. I don't think went down for the same reason, but uh, it it definitely had the worst advice you could possibly get. It was pretty good bad advice. I want to I want to say. Oh I, no, I, it's great. Here's a great post here. Mister D writes, "Dick's top ten tips for getting your girl to agree to a threesome. A girl guy girl threesome naturally." Besides the obvious and somewhat dishonorable one, alcohol. Dick writes, let me see. Uh, one, LSD. Two, MDMA. <laughs> three, psilocybin. Just kidding. Wow, yeah. Yeah. yeah not, not a... <laughs> not, not a uh, yeah. That's rough. Yeah. Rambo writes, okay, this girl I know had sex with this guy, a virgin. It didn't last long, but that wasn't the main problem. Before they did it, he had placed a condom on, and after giving it to her doggy style, he quickly finished and pulled out and went to sleep. But in the morning, she went to the bathroom and had found the condom still inside her, four exclamation points. Now, my question to all of you and to you, Dick, what is wrong with this guy? Three question marks. Did he forget he fucked her with a condom on? Was he too embarrassed to tell her that he had left it in? Or is he just a cock smoker like I think he is? Three question marks. How do you forget you fucked a girl with a condom and then leave it in her? Three question marks. And should she say anything about this to him? Four question marks. <laughs> Not only is this guy an idiot, but apparently the thought of fatherhood appeals to him. Everyone knows that when you fuck with a rubber on, it can't do its job if you don't remove your penis while still erect. 
holding the base as to not spill any man juice. Duh. Duh. Yeah. Although, if she was really tight, maybe it grabbed the con- maybe is grabbed the condom. <laughs> he was too embarrassed to ma- mention to her that he was going to need the jaws of life to get the latex out of her. Really, I'm at a loss for words here. Semen is something you shouldn't play around with near premenopausal woman's girly parts. It just shouldn't be done. It should be treated like the controlled <laughs> substance it should be. And spills are something to be very concerned about. It's like throwing lit matches at bales of hay that are covered in kerosene naked. I don't think it's a great idea. He's probably just a tool, assuming he had sex before and understands how the procedure should work. If so, he doesn't deserve any more virgins and does not and does deserve an ass kicking. Kill him. Uh, he was good up until that last bit. Yeah. Kick yeah. his ass or kill him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, the guy freaked out. That's fine. This is a, a situation that's happened, I think, to most people. To some degree, yeah, yeah. There's, that, there's been the a... That's the exact situation, but yes. Condom mishaps in general. Yeah, condom mishaps, particularly... Uh, Inexperienced people, let's say. From behind in certain angles. Sure, and sure. In certain situations, yes, you can, you can, all, you can de-glove your... Your protected member. Isn't yeah, D-glove when the skin comes off? Yeah, I'm just, it's just the okay. word I decided to use, Jason. <clears throat> okay. You are correct. That I, is, I, that you saw the means. face I made. <laughs> you saw that like, Ugh, Ugh, so tight. You removed the first layer of skin off my Johnson. <laughs> so hot. So hot. Uh, so hot. Okay, <laughs> now get the lemon juice and salt. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. So whether you're looking for good advice, bad advice, that's um, that's that's the place to go. Uh, ask a chick or ask a dick. How tight you think the douche tunnel was? <laughs> you're definitely losing more than a condom in there. Anyway, <laughs> what you're? <laughs> yeah. Oh! Watch out. And now the moment you've all been waiting for. Shock.jpg the shock.jpg uh, this week is tummy terror tummy terror is i feel like we've done this one but I but i don't know for sure because it's it's of the same genre as something we've done before it is uh, a, a a video of a uh, a gentleman with his uh, uh with his toy so he's got a big toy uh, this, of course, shocksites.net, bringing us tummy tear, tummyterror.com, if you want to go there and watch along yes. with us. Oh! Now, wow. It's not so much this that I find impressive. It's the stomach bulge. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Oh. Oh, God. Oh, Jesus. Uh, it's like the scene from it's Aliens. Like, it's like that Tim and Eric bit. <laughs> Pumpers. Pumpers like the pump. Yeah. <laughs> Pumpers like the pump. Pumpers need the pump. Pumpers be pumping. Let's pump He's got it in there real deep, and I'm just like, does the man have any colon left? Is there any? That is a human windsock. <laughs> it's coming out of him. It's like pushed up against his rib cage at a certain point. I'm just like, what the fuck is happening? That's someone who's done a lot of anal training. Really, really. I mean, you could, you saw the toy. It was a big, big boy. Yeah, it, it was like the size of one of those like Duraflame logs. <laughs> Massive. And he's just taking it like a champ. 
and not even really all that hard. He's fully nude there, and and he's just kind of hairless, hairless. Which uh, some people. He's are... also he also has the the uh, massive dildo position between the box spring and the mattress. <laughs> Yeah, the classic Home Alone type of style. The, the Home Alone <laughs> style. Yeah, because you're home by yourself. Oh, not like the movie. No, 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 no. <laughs> oh, my family left me. It's time. <laughs> I didn't mean it. This I didn't is, mean the, that. Macaulay Culkin, please Kevin forgive McAllister, me. You know, Kevin McAllister bought all, all of that porno for just $30. And imagine how much that would cost him today. Uh, the wet bandits. <laughs> we don't even change the name. It's the, we wet have the, the wet bandits. The, the, the wet bandits are femme. And instead of a tarantula, it's his brother's <laughs> fleshlight. Oh, oh, no. Oh, boy. I don't know. We're just riffing. Oh, man. Boy, that was. <laughs> I just meant that he's by himself. He's just having a good time. The wife's gone for the weekend. You know, he's got he's got things going on. He broke his parents' sex swing. Yeah. I can't put it on the shower door anymore because they found out. I just got to put it between the mattress and the bed springs. <laughs> I can't think of anything, of anything funnier than that. He, he put lube on the stairs for, for them to slip down. <laughs> I don't know if I'll ever be able to recover from that, so I think we should just move on. It's time for the breath. It's time for your mom's favorite part of the show. It's time for the breath mint. Time for the breath mint, Brian. Yeah, so um, we tried playing the finals. Oh God, yeah, we did. We sure did. Yeah, you know, this is I, this is one of those things. Uh, I remember why I stopped trying to play video games online with <sighs> people that wasn't on Steam. Yeah, because I think somewhere around 2013, 2014, where I had, like wasted like a third night in the road trying to play something with someone on Xbox Live. Yeah, I was like, you know what, fuck this, because the only thing that really works is like Call of Duty. Yeah, it's because the Activision greases the palms, I guess. I don't yeah. Know. Well, I mean, like, I never have this problem with PlayStation, but I don't really play on huh. PlayStation right now. I just basically right. play on Xbox or PC. But it was like, well, it was like, uh, I, well, I was on PC, so that might part of might have been part of it. I know cross gen is kind of hard to do with some platforms, and I know when we played Remnant, we both had to get on PC for that. Yeah, which was so. kind of annoying. A little bit. Yeah. I mean, it looked better. It ran better on my it's PC. It's also just a more of a controller game, though, personally. Just, oh, yeah. just too many keys. And I had that same problem with the finals, because I ran a few rounds of it, and I was like, yeah, this is fine. I think it works better on the PlayStation. I could see getting bored with it, but it's not bad like, pick up and play for like a couple rounds. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, I was playing as... I still think the, the, light team, the light class is really fucking janky. There's yeah. some people... like. There's been times where I've accidentally caused a team wipe because instead of respawning, I was watching someone playing in the light classes, absolutely fucking wrecking house. <laughs> I'm like, I'm trying to figure out how like, yeah, okay, how are you doing this? How are yeah. you doing this? And then they fucking get got and then like, oh, oh team shit. responds in 20 seconds. Fuck. Yeah, because it takes your me. countdown back to 20 seconds. Yeah. And I was like, oh, fuck, that's on me. But because uh, I was too busy watching this guy fucking clean house. Because well, you want to know how? Yeah. Yeah. Well, because because. Yeah, most people that play light either are fucking vicious or stupid, it feels like. Yeah. Play played light for a couple of rounds. This, by the way, is a game called The Finals, available on every platform known to man. Uh, it's a three versus three versus three, at least in the quick play. There's a whole mode called Cash Out where you have to steal cash or do the destructible environments. We mentioned it in our last couple episodes. Yeah, it's... um. 
it's interesting if there's some rounds of like man that wasn't fun and then some were like everyone's fucking throwing grenades and shit and buildings are flying around and, and the environments are really you're yeah. having to be really creative like trying to get up a building to get to a crate or something or like to a cash out spot uh, and that can be really fun where you really can almost feel like the sweat beating yeah, on the back of your head. For sure. Uh, I've really enjoyed some of those rounds. Um, they just did a patch today to fix the the auto-aim or the oh. aim assist um, on controller. And I played a couple of rounds when I got off work just to see what so it was like. And better. like it's, it's better. It's it was it's not as grabby as uh call of duty warzone which is a good or bad thing i suppose depending on how you feel about warzone i'm having fun with it i hope they release more maps and more game types and all that as is it's not like unfun i would no. kind of be a little perturbed if i spent like 40 bucks on it but i would also say that a lot of games that are like free to play i probably would have just paid 40 bucks and just if you gave me all the shit yeah there is definitely that that whole freemium economy thing going on freemium i hate fucking battle passes yeah uh, especially when it's that whole tease where like they show you what you could have had had you had the battle pass like just don't show it to me yeah it's ridiculous yeah and also there's like weird fucking glitches on the xbox version where i don't see names everyone's huh. just contestant Oh. And also, like, the, the skins you unlock by using stuff more and more often when you level up, like, your sentry or your primary weapon, like, those don't display. The ones that people buy on the bile pass or through the in-game purchase currency, um, those will show up. <laughs> but it's just, I don't, I don't know. There's there's a little bit of jank, but it's, it's fun in the way that I haven't felt in a while with multiplayer games i just wish it was a little more accessible in some ways having played it myself i can definitely agree on on that point in particular like i played it on playstation i had a couple good rounds but half the people are just out for eliminations they're not actually playing the game because there's a whole objective thing and you got to do really the kills are secondary to the objective i like playing quick cash yes Uh, i feel like that moves a lot better that's a lot more fun because that's three teams of three three teams of three and what you're doing there is every kill, people drop cash when they explode. And also a fun thing in this game, when you do uh, get a kill, they explode in the coins on the ground. <laughs> it's just, just like a nice little effect. It looks it's, it's a well done thing. I appreciate the little bit of flair. And it does keep to its aesthetic and to its theme pretty well in a way that I do find enjoyable. Yeah, because the basic story, as far as I recall, is that it's a game show but it's virtual so it's all you know vr or or ar ai or whatever and you're a contestant but you're controlling this other body you know kind of like the movie gamer yeah it's like somewhere between gamer and running man i suppose yeah yeah but quick cash i like because yeah there's like a little box that will appear and you gotta get to it's called a vault and you gotta get to the vault and there's a time after it spawns where it's available for you to collect from. So you may be able to get to the vault, but then you have to wait like another 20 or 30 seconds before you can even initiate the, the open process to get the, the coins out of it. And that can actually be really fucking wild and fun yeah, and tense. People are throwing yeah. shit, busting through walls, <laughs> blowing the floor underneath you. So you That's fall. one of my favorite things to do is blow the floor out from under a vault and then throw a mine down right by where the vault lands. So whoever was up there at top, they jump down, they get fucking got by the mine or That's wonderful. remote charge or whatever. Yeah, it's 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 really fun. Another thing I wanted to mention. Yeah. 
because I've been meaning to mention this for a while, is that we're now on, me and my girlfriend are now at the very end of season three. Ooh, nice, of The Sopranos. Yeah, you know what? I really liked season two. Season three feels like a bunch of spec scripts that were kind of woven together with a couple plot points. Remind me, what's the big conflict in season three? They, they've killed Big Pussy. Okay. And then Ralphie is introduced. Ralphie. And the episode where Ralphie kills the Bada Bing dancer, mm. uh, Tracy. Tracy. Everyone's characterization is so fucking weird. Everyone's so mean to each other. Like, it feels like a different show for an entire episode. Everyone's just like a dick. Even Meadow. Because I feel like this is like the Meadow goes to college season. Yeah, it is. Absolutely it is. Yeah. Well, they've been building to that for two seasons. They had the the college trip in season one, and then it, yeah, the, yeah, the, sure. And and it's it's a good it's good storytelling, but it feels like th- this is a season where they're really trying to figure out where they're going. Yeah, and I think by the time they get to Pine Barrens is which when is they, what we just finished. Okay, Pine Barrens, fucking phenomenal. I don't see the hype. Really. I, I like when I, I realized it was Pine Barrens that we were watching as they say Pine Barrens. I'm like, look at my girlfriend. I'm like, oh, this is like the supposedly like the greatest episode of The Sopranos. And I thought it was just pretty good. I, maybe huh. I have to see the whole entire series. Maybe. And see where it's in context of characterization and stuff like that. Yeah. I was like, this is pretty good. This is one of the stronger episodes of the season. For sure, but I do think it's funny that like they forgot for more than half the season, like Janice was there. And there was also like, wasn't like the FBI also still trying to like get in on, you know, because there was like the lamp. Yeah, the lamp is in the basement, so nobody's. Meadow takes the lamp to her to college, the college, yeah. but she doesn't talk about the business at college, so they probably gave up on it after. A well, while. yeah, I mean that's they, that's what they say. They're like, well, the our inn is gone, or however they phrase it. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, this is the operation's fucked. You know, after all the the fucking hard work they put in the bugging the basement. <laughs> yep, but it's it's good. I thought the dream sequence that Tony has. Uh, where he realizes that Big Pussy's a, a fucking, he's fucking flipped. Oh. <laughs> is so, it's so weird, but like just him talking to the, the fucking fish Big Pussy, you know, you know, I'm, you know I've been talking to the feds tone, like you, you got, <laughs> really? And yeah, these guys next to me are asleep, you know, but yeah. Anyways, four bucks a pound. And you're like, why is this so poignantly upsetting? Because it also ties into the big Billy Bass that uh, he was doing. <laughs> I want to see on your desk, Dad. See, yeah, I mean, there's they they, they do all that kind of shit. And fucking Jackie Junior, just like, <laughs> what? You're, are you trying to get killed? Yeah, I think so. I think he's he's got a bit of a dark streak on him. The real standouts in that one were the two guys that were ripping off uh, Junior's trucks. Oh, you're talking about the fucking guys that misunderstood Fight Club looking ass Guidos? Yeah, those guys. Or the ones that they shoot Chris. Yeah, yeah, those assholes, yeah. Yeah, well, they get got in season two because yeah. they go the, they go the, the one guy gets fucking popped by Chris. Right. And then the other guy goes to Richie and be like, oh, I, I did this for you. You got to protect me. And Yeah. And what the? F- I never said that, you know? Like, yeah. What do you mean? But uh, Ralphie. That's Joey Pantaliano. That's Joey Pants, right? With the with the bad uh, toupee. Is that really Joey Pants? That's Joey Pants, right? Hold on, Ralphie Cifaretto. 
like I remember the character names because I've seen the show so many times. Yeah, it is right. Joey Pan. It is Joey Pan. I didn't yeah. realize. I mean, I just it's I the mostly, hair. It's I mostly hair. recognize him from the Matrix. I mean, this is such an iconic role for him. Oh yeah. Is yeah. this really what steak tastes like? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But God, like what? Pe- like I hate this fucking character. Like at least Richie, you know, is like a man out of time. And he was still pretty vile, though. Sure, but like there was, Richie had like limits mm, where mm-hmm. you know, like Richie just felt like he wasn't getting what he was owed. Like there was a thing about honor he was and respect. Because, yeah, sure. Because he had taken this rap for the family. Sure, and he gets out and he feels like he's getting shit on, disrespected, and he goes about it obviously in the wrong way and right. more in a couple different directions <laughs> more, more than yeah um but like ralphie is just kind of uh like a psychopath that just yeah you know he he beats the shit out of a stripper that may be carrying his child and it's just like oh she slipped yeah yeah i mean look it, it, you're not going to get any argument from me uh ralphie's a, a real piece of shit uh, <laughs> i think every season needs someone with a sadistic glee streak and i think he's just he's it this time has has tony been introduced to the horse yet i can't remember okay you would know it's 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 a very it's a big moment because he's got an animal to care for much like the ducks it's a whole theme <laughs> the thing ducks yeah, uh, the ducks flew away with his penis. <laughs> I'm glad you're enjoying it. The show just hit its 25th anniversary this week. That's true. And they're putting it on TikTok in 25-second segments. Jesus Christ. <laughs> but there's, like, some stuff where, like, they bring up something you think would be a bigger moment in other television shows, like what happened in the stairwell. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. You know, like, and that yeah, kinda, uh, that comes and goes in one one or two episodes. What what is it called? Something like Reserve Park. It's the the name employee of the employee of the month. Employee of the month. Some shows would would chew on that for a good part of a season. That is true. That particular episode is is a very distressing, and b they move on very quickly. And she at least since then has only like mentioned it once or twice. But even still, it's it does seem like they brushed it. Uh, side pretty quickly you're right it also won like a bunch of awards it was like you know emmy bait i actually said to my girlfriend like this episode won a bunch of emmys and she's like let's see and like yeah it did and i'm like huh mm. it feels it feels like a, a, a now a very special episode a oh <laughs> like the Columbus. dr melfi learns about stranger danger <laughs> <laughs> i'm glad you're enjoying it it's uh it's definitely a ride uh i'm, I'm Kind of interested to see once you finish season three what you think about it after that, and kind of where it goes from there. I speaking of prestige HBO dramas, I did because my wife is obsessed with the show. Start again on Six Feet Under. Oh, because Netflix picked it up. Early era prestige TV for HBO. Oh yeah, Sam Mendes went from American Beauty to that, and that was his kind of magnum opus of television, and. The cast is pretty stacked. Michael C. Hall, love him. Uh, love love the guy, Lauren Ambrose, a young Lauren Ambrose on that. Yeah, I uh, remember uh, watching Peter a good Krause. chunk of that with a friend back when it was still a fresh TV show and thinking it was pretty good. Yeah, it's on Netflix now, so it's, it's worth a revisit. But they got the worst possible source they could. I don't know. What 480i rip they got? <laughs> it's just they got divics from their cousin. <laughs> yeah. 
yeah, my DVDs look better than this. But that's definitely worth a, a shot if you're if you're needing a break and if you're something that you're looking forward to, or if any of uh, the listeners out there who have never seen it, it's a ensemble drama about a family who lives in a funeral home and they their their father dies and it brings the family back together, but it also unearths a lot of dark shit that they've had kind of brewing in the background. Great show, highly recommended. I finished a book. Stephen Graham Jones, a called Don't Fear the Reaper from last year that I hadn't got around to, finally read this. This was a sequel to the book. I don't know if, you're, if you remember this one, My Heart is a Chainsaw? I know the, the name. So uh, Stephen Graham Jones is himself Blackfoot Native American. He's an author. He does a lot of genre. He does true crime. He does horror. He does a lot of different stuff. This particular series is very near and dear to his heart because it's about a young girl named Jade who herself is Blackfoot. She's obsessed with horror movies. And then a real-life horror movie starts happening in her town. So that's My Heart is a Chainsaw. Don't Fear the Reaper is the inevitable sequel when a deranged serial killer being transported through the state of Idaho winds up chewing through the small town during a blizzard. It's a fascinating read. There are some moments just like there were in My Heart is a Chainsaw, where <laughs> it feels like he got the Ernest Klein bug, where he's just r- repeating stuff from horror movies and making mm-hmm. reference to them for like a good chunk of a page. I'm like, man, come on. D- name drop Laurie Strode, and if someone knows it, they know it, and if they don't, don't sit there and explain it to him for another sentence, please. But it, it, it's about someone who's obsessed with horror movies, so it and they like sharing that with people. So it is kind of in universe, in character to do that. But it takes me out of the story frequently. Yeah. But it's great. It's a grim little dark action comedy adventure horror novel. <laughs> he writes a, a, a whole lot. There was uh, Night of the Mannequins came out a couple of years ago. It was really good. Um, but I'm looking forward to his next one, which is going to be the third of this series. And then I started playing Mario Wonder. Yeah, I've heard good things about that. Finished Mario RPG, classic experience, really fun. And then picked up Mario Wonder, and I'm in the second world. Boy, they're doing stuff with the Mario formula that I was like, what? <laughs> there's just something new around every corner. Every level is just, there's, they're they're doing experiments. They're having the piranha plant sing a whole thing. Yeah. There's a sequence that I'm stuck on right now, and people have called it the hardest level in the game, and I'm willing to uh, agree with them on this one, where you have to jump to the beat, but then the beat speeds up. you got to be really, really precise in this one section. It's just, it's it's taken me forever. This but it's an option. sounds racist against white people. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. I do not have rhythm. It's an optional part of the game, so I don't have to complete it, but I want to, and I'm I'm stuck on it. Other than that, other than some of the frustrating levels, and they do tell you, you know, before the level starts what the difficulty level is, you're warned ahead of time, you're given fair warning, and I chose to ignore it. They added something cool called badges, which are, you can apply it at the beginning of the stage, and it gives you a special ability, right? Yeah, I've heard about this. I heard it's pretty fun. Yeah, so there's one where you can use your hat like a parachute. There's one where you can, instead of doing a wall jump that goes opposite, it goes straight up. Or there's little things like yeah. there's extra blocks that show up, or there's extra coins. And All these things can be earned in-game. Really fun. Having a good time with it. Really highly recommend Mario Wonder to anyone with a Switch and, and or the ability to... 
Oh, I love doing edited for uh, legal reasons. Okay, well, it's been a weird week, and yeah. uh, you know, apparently we were we were going to get a bunch of uh, weather stuff. Yeah, but I'm now still I waiting. Guess we're not. Yeah. We were supposed to get snow a couple nights ago, and um, it it flurried. Yeah, it didn't stick. No, it was all and wet. Then we record on Thursdays. And tomorrow night, you know, for last week or so, tomorrow night was supposed to be over. We're going to get an yeah, inch or two we're going to get it, yeah. Mm-hmm. And now we're getting nothing. As watching the forecast for Friday getting less wintry, mm-hmm. seeing that I even saw some reports that like Sunday they were expecting anywhere between like one and five inches of snow. Mm-hmm. And now there's no snow on Sunday. And my girlfriend and I had like come up with this, this idea of like, well, if we're going to get snowed in, like it's snow- we're my place. Yeah, you're going to hunker down. And, and you know, she's going to bring her, her, her pets over and we're going to. Gonna hang out with the cats and the cat and the dog and be like, no, Kennard, the dehumidifier is not for you. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to drink out of the dehumidifier. Yeah. <laughs> he, like, he, his vibes are fucked, as they say. Yeah. So, yes, he's yeah. he's a sweet old man cat, but he does things that mystify me. Yeah, I've, I've been told of things that he's done that also confuse me. <laughs> <laughs> say, I've got one just like it. Seventeen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're just why'd you why'd you make that choice? I yeah yeah. I um, but I think we're just going to act like it snowed a bunch. Yeah, why not? And just be hermits for the weekend. Treat yourself. Yeah. A uh, recipe for like uh, uh, butter chicken, Ooh. Uh, like meatballs. And, okay. Uh, we're going to do some gochujang pasta. Ooh. You know, so I can't get enough of that stuff. Gochujang. Oh, it's fucking yeah, amazing. It's great. It's, and my girlfriend for Christmas got me, uh, she got me three hot sauces, like their gift thing. And they're kind of situational hot sauces <laughs> they're not stuff you can just throw on anything yeah one yeah. was a uh sriracha a gochujang sriracha i want to say it was and i put down some eggs i made this morning and it was fine i put on pizza put on pasta and it's odd that like sriracha and gochujang can be good in pasta but yes it, i was say work. isn't isn't one vietnamese and one's korean gochujang is just kind of uh korean yes yeah typically in korean food and sriracha, I mean, I thought it was Vietnamese. At least the 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 stuff we get in the states has Vietnamese on the bottle. Sure, I I mostly have known uh, gochujang is not gochujang, uh, sriracha as like I associate that usually with Chinese food. But yes, you okay. can put it on Vietnamese food. You can put it on pizza. You can put uh, sriracha on a lot of shit, and it's delicious. I put down the eggs I made eggs. this morning. And oh. I was like, "Fuck, this is good." Okay, yeah. And she got like the spicy, like the the jalapeno maple. I mm. think, which again, that's usually pretty good on pizza. Other things, it's kind of, it's those are hot sauces that like the right stuff. They're fucking phenomenal, but you yeah. just can't toss them on anything like Cholula or like correct Tabasco. Like you gotta sit there and you're thinking about like umami. Okay, what's hot in yeah, spice? You got it's like fucking doing like math. <laughs> it's like doing gas station math. And you only got you got five bucks in your pocket, okay. and you're like, okay, yeah. can I get fucked up? Yeah, you usually figure it out. Bushwick, maybe I, it might be. Bushwick oh, okay, company. okay. Is that is that actually? I've heard the name. Something I don't know. It's also a neighborhood, so yeah, yeah. It is Bushwick uh, Kitchen. Awesome. The the gochujang, yeah. The uh, gochujang sriracha. Okay. The spicy maple. The devil's anus. Oh, it's the spicy honey. Spicy honey. Oh yeah. I haven't found I haven't found the right thing just yet. I haven't opened that one, but the spicy the the spicy honey is really good on the right thing. Like it's. It's got a lot more spice in it, like the honey, spicy honey stuff that I'm used to. It's got a lot more of a kick to it, but uh, I like it. It's fucking, 
There was this German mustard I got that had honey in it, and it was it was yeah. like a stone ground, but it was like hotter. It was like hor- horseradish hot, mm-hmm. super good, and I cannot remember the name of it because it was in German, but it was very like, oh, this is sweet, but also hot, but also, and I found that uh, a good brat, that was it. Oh, oh fuck yeah, yeah, I can see that. Boom. The hot honey stuff, man, that's a really under like underrated but it's very, very specific. You're yeah, right. It's very it's situational. Like on pizza, I think pizza is my favorite thing to put that shit on. Okay. I can um, see that. And I don't eat a lot of pizza. Sure. So I think that's what we just do is we just watch movies, probably nice. watch the parents, cook, read. My weekend plans are basically the same. We're gonna be we're gonna do our movie night on Friday and probably oh, yeah. have the kids have a sleepover on Saturday. So out here will be all weird teens. In the meantime doing TikTok dances. <laughs> And learning about <laughs> learning about the, the history of <laughs> <laughs> the Jewish tunnels. They're going to be Jewish digging tunnels. into it. <laughs> Dad, can we start digging in the backyard? We want to study the Talmud. <laughs> okay, but you know you got to call the city first. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> you don't want to be like the TikTok. Can't do it. well, it's the Sabbath. You can't dig that's on the Sabbath. True, that's true. I was going to say, you're going to be like the TikTok lady and get your tunneling shut down by the city uh, if you don't get your permits in order. See, I wouldn't. I would not have started TikToking about something like that until I was fairly, fairly done with what I was aiming for. That's a good point. She kind of jumped the gun, I guess. Yeah. I guess record she was, it. She was whole proud. G- record it. Yeah. You know, get your progress pics or whatever. Get all your, you know, here's the tunnel I made, and then you do it at the end in segment in parts. This is the time where we tell you where to find us. Online, Brian, start us off. <laughs> you like my like my? Oh yeah. So if uh, you want to send me death threats to tell me uh, or ask me to show my baby dick, uh, <laughs> God, that was a real that was a real righteous dem- gemstone. Yeah, to be, like baby, dick, baby. Uh, to, uh, show my baby dick. My little baby, my little baby dick. My little baby dick. <laughs> <laughs> you can't be going around showing your little baby dick, everyone. Like <laughs> can't go around showing your baby dick. <laughs> That's disrespectful. God damn it, you know, you can't show everybody your baby dick. It's disrespectful. <laughs> <laughs> baby Bob Billy, you can't go around everyone showing everyone your baby dick. What you doing around here? <laughs> anyway. Jesus Christ. Anyways, uh, <laughs> I shot Giddy Board, I-S-H-O-T-G-U-Y-D-B-O-R-D mm. on Instagram threads. Threads really feels like what if you put a bunch of boomers in a room with a gas leak and let them just hate post on the internet? Because they'll be on Instagram and they'll be like, oh, you check out what you're missing out on threads. And it's like, a trans woman is not a real woman. And you're like, I don't, I don't need this. Yeah, no. It's like really bad shit. Or people that like, because... I mostly post my photography on my yeah. Instagram. I'll get like people that are like phot- uh, photographer threaders, I guess you would call mm-hmm, them. Mm-hmm. And there's they're, like really like conceited, like prideful motherfuckers. Like I don't need to, you know, you don't, you know, people say you need to do this to be a successful photographer, but I don't do it. And look at me, blah, 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 blah. I, I, I got published in Ugh. the Dallas Observer, blah, 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 blah. And it's just like, why don't you go fucking <laughs> Or spend your time on your craft instead of posting. Yeah, I go outside, literally, do anything but what you're doing right now. Something. Anyways, so uh, Instagram, Threads, Blue Sky, Twitter, Twitter, Facebook. Um, 
back page. <laughs> Jason, what about you? Uh, you can find me at Video Crime, V-I-D-E-O-C-R-I-M-E, at most places. That's going to be Twitter, Threads, uh, Blue Sky, Letterbox. Chances are, if there's a video crime, it's going to be me. With the exception of Instagram and TikTok, there I am, Laser Goose CEO. You can find the show, 48minutesdogsbarking.com, which you probably already know if you're listening to the program. If you want to shoot us an email, jason at 48minutesdogsbarking.com or brian with a y at 48minutesdogsbarking.com. Give us a call, 314-246-9766. That's 314-AHOY-POO. And if you'd like to support the show, oh boy, patreon.com slash 48minutesofdogs. Next week, we will be talking to... Keith or Jensen. Keith or Jensen. What are we going to be talking about? We are going to be talking about Portal of Evil. Oh, classic. Oh. Classic gross website from I the early it. days of the internet. Love it. it. It's everything that you wished for and hoped for, and I hope we get to ask him all about it. So that'll be something to look forward to in the coming weeks. As we always say at this time, namaste, good luck, and, and eat, eat the, the knife. knife. That's right.